Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the Associated Firefighters of Illinois podcast, award-winning. And with me today is my ever-faithful, amazing partner in this podcast journey together, our our civil marriage. I'm not sure how much longer I can do it, Jerry. <laughs> People ask me why I don't talk too much. Yeah, Jerry, I'm drinking a lot. I, yeah, I just... <laughs> I only can take so much of this, so that's why most people don't, oh, it's amazing. They don't hear my voice too much. It's amazing. But here we are in Chicago, Illinois, at the home of Fire and Iron Media Studios. And they also, as you guys know from previous podcasts, have uh, their own podcast, Chicago's Bravest, and it's fantastic. You should also check it out anytime, anywhere podcasts are found, clearly after you listen to ours first. Uh, but they're wonderful. And here we are in the studios. And uh, Luke, where are we at? Start us off, man. So we did have a little we had an announcement to make. Well, we we were off air for a little while, and um, some things have changed. We right? took a, we took a summer break. Summer break, and some things have changed. And uh, it's great to be back in the studio. It's the best. Um, a lot's happened with the AFFI convention and yep. all that. And then in our studio, we uh, our sound engineer. I mean, I just she left. DJ so. Silent Hype is no more. Well, I mean, she she's. I mean, she's among the living here, people. Yes, okay, yes. but she's no, she is no more in the studio, and she has uh, she has moved on. Um, we thank her for her time. She was absolutely wonderful for putting up with us. But we have a new DJ. Yeah, why don't you introduce yourself for the record? Hello, everyone. I go by the name of DJ J Doug. That's J A E D O U G. Oh my God! Find that guy wherever you can find DJs online. There you go, DJ J Doug. He's amazing. Also, he's a White Sox fan, so I like you instantly. So that's good. So we wish DJ Silent Hype the best. We had some incredible memories. I'm sure she wakes up every day thinking about the quality time that she spent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are why she's not here anymore. That's but. probably right. Like, this guy is a goddamn circus clown. <laughs> I'm going to go back to medical school. <laughs> she knows not to be an attorney, right? So that's correct. So anyway, uh, yeah, we did take the summer hiatus, but here we are again. And what are we talking about today? So uh, as I mentioned, uh, we had our AFFI convention at the end of June in Peoria. It was fantastic. And uh, yes, went very well. And uh, we obviously passed a lot of resolutions. And then over time, the organization changes. And uh, we had a couple of our AFFI officers, uh, quote unquote, retire. Secretary Treasurer Road, after 16 some years, uh, has decided to take some more time with family and friends and All stuff right. and Golf. stuff aside as our kid. Secretary Treasurer. And then Richard Martin, also roughly the same time frame, right? Uh, yeah, I think they came in together. Pretty close together. Right? I think yeah. he came 2005, so uh, a little before uh, Tom wrote. Uh, yeah, Richard Martin, our Southern District Legislative Rep, also uh, retired and has uh, moved on to enjoy himself and family and friends as well. So the neat part is we have a couple new officers to help uh, continue the, the great tradition of AFFI. Yeah, uh, you know, moving our organization forward and providing the great service that our members come to expect. And uh, we felt with this episode, we, you know, introduce the two new officers to everybody and uh, give a little recap of convention. And then, uh, you know, getting back in the fall here, the AFI has got a lot of programs running again. So we'll kind of cover that. So a little uh, mixed episode here, but 
a lot of great information for our local officers and our AFFI members across the state to hear about. So. A typical AFFI poopery. So why don't you introduce yourself for the record? Clown number one. <laughs> 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 My name is Kurt Snow. I'm the secretary treasurer of the Associated Firefighters New secretary of Illinois. treasurer. Kurt Snow. Brand new. I'm legend. All right. And which and local? So I'm from Streeter, local 56. You've been fighting the good fight down there for a number of years? Uh, plenty. 10 yep. plus. Yep. 10 plus as president. And, and are uh, you still, and did you, you stayed on as president, right? Or I not? am currently the president. Good. Yes. Good. Okay. Yes, so. All right. And? I'm Brian Clown Main. number two. Clown number two. Uh, Belleville Firefighters Local 53. I am the new Southern District Legislative Rep. Okay. So let's, let's, yeah, I'd like to just really quickly so that everybody knows. So take me through uh, intern fire service, Chris. So when did you get on? When did you get involved with AFFI? Kind of take me through the progression in your department. So I started in Streeter in 2002. So I'll be coming up on my 20th year, so completed old. year next month. I uh, was elected to vice president in 2007, president in 2009, and then was appointed to a couple AFFI committees shortly after, the political education committee and the labor history committee, and then hired as the staff representative for the AFFI in 2018. And with the new reorganization, became the director of communications in 2020. And then on to uh, then this on in 2022? To this endeavor. Correct. Okay, fantastic. And so for our, everybody keeping score at home? Uh, hired in January of 1992, uh, became local 53 secretary in 93, uh, 25 years on the executive board. I've been uh, secretary, oh, wow. vice president, president most of it, uh, permanent fixture at most AFFI events, and uh, joined the PEC in 2018. And uh, uh, here I am now. Wow. So you did, you've been 25 years on your executive board. Yes. Well, are you are you still on it? Are you step on? What I, about, what I you guys stepped do? away this this, this I, time to run for office. I said no, I can't. I yeah. can't do both. And we have a good. We had really good guys come in and uh, take over the reins. Wow, fantastic! So you've been on. You got on in nineteen ninety two. Yes. Okay. I mean, I was fifteen, but I'm not. I mean, I'm not rubbing it or saying anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Luke and I would. Is that before you were playing water water polo? Luke, Luke slash Timothy. I played water polo for Fenwick. I wore a lot of speedos. It's kind of the topic of discussion. It's just that's our sports episode. We just talk about <laughs> water polo. We just talked about speedo wearing young Catholic men playing. <laughs> Are you sure this uh, 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 tooth surgery isn't uh, affecting? A lot of ibuprofen. Yeah. Well, All let's right. move on. So okay. All right. So, and uh, yeah, where are we going from here? Yeah. So Kurt, just uh, you know, kind of recap for our members is, is we always talk about. Uh, you know, some of our union board members do listen to this episode, and then a lot of it's just our regular rank and file members across the state, yes. our 15,000 plus members. You know, as secretary treasurer, you want to kind of go over, you know, what your role is for the organization, maybe some things you, as you campaigned on, you'd like to see change or improve for the organization. Yeah, where are you going from here, too? Yeah. Correct. Light years. That's Light a years. loaded question. It is loaded. Yeah. It is. The floor is yours, amigo. Oh, boy. This could be dangerous. It all started in the third grade. Third grade, Sherman School. No. <laughs> so basically, um, you know, like I said, when I campaigned, and, and it's the truth, you know, Tom has set us up on a solid financial foundation, you know, with our budget. Uh, we passed some good resolutions, and they're perfectly funded through the per cap. So the, uh, the per cap just increased on August 1st. And so... 
We're going to finish this year's budget out. And mm -hmm. as we've done, we've used technology in the past, and I think we can bring it up to speed even more with more technology. I know Tom's done a great job with getting the online and the direct debit. And the payments done online is an option, which is great for our membership. Uh, we've also moved in the last couple months to some of our fundraising and class registrations. We can also do that online, which helps Luke out. Um, so that's all going well. Uh, I spent a couple days, three days after convention down at the office, kind of settling in. Uh, it was three days and then I was back again about a week ago for two more days. So the office staff, Sue and Michelle, have been great helping me get set up and squared away. And I'm looking forward to uh, heading back down there in another week or two. There's a couple more events and every few weeks stop in and make sure everything's up and running, which a lot of it, as we know through uh, COVID, is a lot of it can be done online and virtual. So that technology helps us out and helps the organization move forward. It really is the un unsung spot for all these executive boards as the secretary, right? I mean, you're just, you're like tracking money and making payments and keeping, it's like kind of like the in the trenches you know, behind the scenes almost, so to speak. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it. And, but you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not terrible. You know, there's a, there's a lot of work that I said, I spent, you know, two full days down there the other day, just reviewing stuff and getting things squared away and everything's great. You know, everything's going good. Cool. Our trustees just finished the audit. Everything's good. And we're, we're set up and ready to keep moving forward. So do you, you anticipate more and more being done online over the next couple of years? Is that kind of the trend of where everything's going in terms of like payments tracking, all of that stuff. I, I think I, I mean just in general, you know, the way the way that people operate. That's that's what we're seeing, you know. And and you have the the members of you know like Brand can attest to, you know, the time that he spent on his board. And twenty years ago, everybody mailed checks everywhere. You had you know everything you needed, you had to mail a check. And so now we're able to do this, but we still have local board members who. That's the way they operate. Right. So we're keeping that. We're not getting rid of the the paper options and the the snail mail as we sometimes call it. But we're going to add these other these other options because as our boards change, our local boards change. We have newer membership coming in, and that's what they're used to. Sure. You know, and this and the same we tried to do with our communications with, in the last you know couple of years with us is, you know, Facebook was the place to be and. That's where everybody was, but as younger members come on, there's other platforms. Now you have the Kurt Snow TikTok channel. Uh, not so. quite yet. I'm trying to figure that one out. But well, going along that route, you know, under your umbrella, Secretary Treasurer is communications, right? And, yeah. and how we communicate with our members. Uh, you know, emails have been one part of it, but social media is another. And uh, what are you thinking about? You know, what's the next up and coming trend to like? make sure our members understand what's going on and how they can engage with the organization. So I think we have we have the ability now through our webpage, our email, and we have our Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, and there's other options out there. There's the Snapchat and TikTok as goofy as that's it is. That's the big one, man. But that's where the, the younger today. members are for quick, you know, they want the quick information. And that's why Twitter became so popular because it's so fast. You know, the average lifespan of a tweet is three seconds, you know, as opposed to Facebook with the algorithm and saying, showing Jerry what they think he wants to see, right. you know, on his page. And Twitter's just more of a live stream. So I think we need, we're going to dive into that and look and see and start, you know, marketing the messages, not only on all the platforms, but then really diving in and looking to see the, the age difference in our demographics and our membership to, Make sure that that, you know, if we're going to do the new members seminar, we're going to put that information out. 
we're going to put it across all the platforms, not just uh, you know, not just email. We're going to send it out everywhere, but we'll focus on the younger members. For new member, we'll focus on the platforms they're on. Oh, so that's as interesting. Opposed so to just blanket gonna, statements. So you're saying you're going to do some research now to figure out maybe over the next couple of years, like how to like what platform for what type of audience you're looking to reach in AFFI, et cetera. Yeah, because most of them you can you start out when you look at them and, and it's they're usually defined by ages, you know, the the Facebook. You don't see too many younger, younger people on Facebook, you know, like you used to. Yeah. And so where we can't just we can't abandon one platform because that doesn't it's not the newest fad. So now we have to expand everything to the point of sending it out all over the place. I mean, and just like this, the podcast. I mean, we're hitting a certain group of our membership just from the podcast alone. I need a TikTok page now. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Uh, you'll find out later today. <laughs> we'll start one for you. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, even like the email, that's still, I, I, that's a great part of our organization. We have, just so you heard Brand, he's got some time on the job and we have our newer members. And how that information gets to them is going to vary on how they want to receive it, right? At the end of the day, you know, whether it be an email or, you know, I don't think we've done too much of the paper mail anymore, but no. it's still an option, you know, and all those platforms are a good way to hit people. And, yeah, and this podcast is is perfect. And we, we have been talking about doing trying to do a YouTube channel as well. Just uh, We should totally do a YouTube channel. Just, we've been trying to do that. Yeah, and we don't. Just we don't want to do it for this though. We don't want them to actually see us in here right now, sweating like pigs. Right. But um, I have some location scouted that we can do it. I'm not not anything I'm ready to divulge right now. But <laughs> between two engines should get up and running <laughs> soon. I I'm I'm all about that. Yeah, I'm all about that. So, um, Kurt, just uh, service to the locals. What are some things in your position that you are able to provide to locals that they may need local leadership if. Uh, they need to access you for um, assistance with finances or communications, things like that. How how do they? So so part of it on? is part of what part of what I'll be doing is, is is number one setting up for new locals. I know we have a couple new locals coming in. We do, and so I've been working with them to get all their tax ID numbers, how, all the way down to helping you know assisting locals get set up their bank accounts and their and their checking account and things like that. So and then moving forward. And I'll give a plug for TRs, 990s, making sure those are filed in, in the proper time. Exciting stuff. And most importantly, I think, is to is for the general membership alone, but in our new members, but also for our local leadership, is to keep it's to make sure that we keep all of the information up to date with the AFFI office. Um, that's where when the communication world comes in is when we send out emails and we send this information out, we want to make sure that we're sending it to the correct address, right. whether it's the email address or, or things like that. Or when we do mail things out, your, the, the home address. And I know there's a lot of times that, you know, local leadership changes over time. And sometimes we don't get that information updated at the office. And I, and I found that just in the last week, just with some communications that I've sent out from to uh, you know some of the local boards that it went to the wrong the wrong person it was addressed to you know one one person and went to a different one and and it was just an oversight that they just hadn't switched that out yet okay. so so I want to make sure we keep that up to date because as, as Luke knows and 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 you know most of our listeners that are active they know that our databases it's a you know it's amazing the amount of information that's in there and the stuff that we can do from our end is pretty pretty awesome what we can do with it as the secretary overall all the technical services do you is that kind of does that umbrella fall under you mm -hmm. is this my moment to do my public service announcement and say please if you've not 
Don't have your latest contract mail at the Sue Smith to put on the database for the love of God, please. So, okay, sorry. Yeah. So to... Actually, the, the the technical services section is under is under Luke. Ah, okay. Under VP House and and then I have the the office staff and communication. Okay. But in the within the office staff is the membership database, the membership portion of the database. So, it's getting the, all the information entered and making sure it's correct. Oh, okay. So, we know which local Jerry's in and biggest can, little uh, local in Illinois. Biggest little. Um, it, Kurt, you mentioned a little bit earlier about the trustees and just Chuck always does a great job. We've discussed it on a few of the episodes, but your, your AFFI executive board is made up of 11 officers. So your five district vice presidents, your three at large officers. So President Sullivan, vice president, myself and U.S. secretary treasurer, and then our three legislative reps. And then the other part of the organization is kind of a check and balance is our trustees. So can you kind of describe how you work with the trustees and what their role is with the organization as well? So the trustees are required through the bylaws to audit our books once a year. And they have, in fact, over as long as I can remember, done a quarterly audit, which is great. And it's a great it's a great check and balance. So it's a minimum of once a year, but they do they do four times a year. Correct. Okay. They do it four times a year. So they just finished their audit. So last week when I was in Springfield, I got everything that they needed together. Sue helped, got her section the stuff she needed and then i had that set out for them when they went down there the three trustees met they review all of the transactions all the books and check it out and then give their report to back to the membership after that yeah you are you're aware that loretto is unable to do simple math or count so he just stares at the piece of paper thanks i i agree with you okay should we move on to our next speaker? I, I think so. I think, uh, Kurt, is there anything else you want yeah. to throw out there for our members? Or No, I just want to thank everybody for their support along the way. And, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I hit the ground running, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah, we, we appreciate you coming up and joining us today. And we know you got to kind of get on to another event. So um, appreciate you stopping by the studio here and no joining us. Great to see you. You're just a legend. You're just that guy. It's just awesome. <laughs> it's just one of the weirdest dudes I've ever met, man. You're pretty awesome. I just wanted to say that. Thanks, Jerry. It's awesome. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what this relationship ah, between you two Kurt's is here, beautiful. but geez. Kurt is just. Jerry's made plenty of trips to Streeter. Before I've made plenty of trips to Streeter over the years. We fought the good fight together, and, and you were a hell of a union president, that's for sure. So okay, all right, Brant, you're up. You're up the bat now. Ready get to go? You, get you sure. into the into the fold here. So, as uh, Southern District Legislative Rep, you want to kind of work us through what uh, your position entails. And uh, again, we want to describe this for our members that may not know a ton about the AFI Executive Board and yeah. what everybody does. Well, I'm going to be learning a lot about my position as we go. But uh, basically, I'm one of the four firefighters in the state that advocates for the fifteen thousand members. Uh, so I will go and lobby uh, in the House and the Senate. Um, I know our ledge reps have testified in committees. They've, they've done everything to push legislation that's favorable to us. And the other thing is block legislation that's really unfavorable to us. So I'm going to learn. Which is really just as important. Really just as important. People don't realize that. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean, but that you just, I don't want to forget this. Our bargaining unit members don't realize how much you guys will work to kill legislation or block legislation as in addition to passing legislation that's favorable to us. Yeah, yes. and I hope to use the many years of being a goalie in hockey to uh, 
<laughs> if that'll assist yeah. me. Not a lot got by me. Sometimes it did, but um, but no, that's that that'll be my main job up there. Also working with campaigns, um, but the advocacy part is just kind of awesome. I in, in my bio, I, rec- I, I I mentioned I got I hired on with a lot of guys that were the fiery struggle generation. Yeah. So I've heard the collective begging stories. I heard the stories from these guys about how it was bargaining, got on the executive board, had some great teachers, had some great examples. I've witnessed from that point on what the legislative committee was doing for us with what they were passing on top of what they were blocking um, and how it made my job easier. Uh, it's what I want to do now is it's my turn. I want to get up there and I want to improve this organization. It's one group of people, uh, but you're sitting here working for the guys that are going to be hired, guys that are hired, your tier one, your two guys, uh, your retirees, legislation affects all that. So it's it's one AFFI, but that's that's going to be the big the big job. Chuck, Jeff, and Steve are going to show me a lot of the ropes right now. Um, I worked a lot with Richard when he had walks. Got on PEC, ran a couple campaigns down south, down south, down south, way past eighty, way past you know Cairo, Illinois. Uh, did not get to Cairo yet. <laughs> I have driven through Cairo though, um, but uh, uh, it it. It's important to have friends. Uh, it's important to build relationships, Absolutely. and uh, that's that's the biggest thing. I'm I'm lucky for where I live. I have great representatives. Um, I've got Jay Hoffman as my representative, so it's, and he lives yeah, pretty much down the road from me. So it's a pretty solid. pretty much a layup. Um, but uh, it's 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 more important to branch out and be seen, and and make those relationships with everybody around you. You, you I don't think maybe some of our younger members realize how important of a job that the three of you, the the ledge reps do, because I, I know, I, I think I'm very comfortable speaking for, you know, my partners, Amanda, uh, Margaret, you know, myself, you know, people that are kind of in the trenches every day representing like 200 of these locals throughout the state, the legislation that you guys either oppose or get passed uh, you know, either either it's legislation that cannot be used against us, either at arbitration, the bargaining table, something along those lines, or the legislation that you pass is just directly responsible for our ability to go in and fight for our members. I mean, it, it really is just incredible. I mean, the, the Promotion Act, the Disciplinary Act, House Bill 220, I mean, all just the unbelievable amount of legislation that you guys do so actually quite honestly thank you very much for everything well i hope to, oh I hope to create a whole lot right now yes and it really is a as a, a a union officer people i negotiated with had no clue we were as prepared or just trained as well as we were from what was done up there and then passed on by our, our uh, uh, district vps yeah and just the training we received and i kind of got the bug for becoming a ledge rep through the Gambro conference. I mean, we started, I want to say it was 2005, 2006. I can't remember. I'm old. Not that I'm old. old. Well, You're I'm, like Uncle Leo. I'm I, old. I'm I, confused. I hired on very young, though, <laughs> but I do have 30 years. But uh, um, going to that conference, we haven't missed it since. Um, but you, you get more out of the, the Gambro conference than you get anything else because you're seeing the process. You're getting how it works. And, you know, if, if you're figuring out how to put tab A into slot B, yeah. With the legislation and how it works as an executive officer, it's huge. Everything but, else is everything else is just kind of uh, uh, getting together and uh, 
uh, I don't want to say BSing, but it's, it's it's networking amongst your your officers to find out what other problems everybody has and have you work through it. Well, before. you also bring a lot of experience to the table. I mean, we're giving you shit because that's what firemen do, but you have a, a wealth of experience being on the executive board, being involved in the community, you know, bargaining contracts, et cetera. Like you do bring all that to the table and that's valuable to be able to bring 30 years of experience to to this, right? Like you kind of know what needs to be done or have seen what needs to be done. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I hope to put it, like I said, I, I, I want to hit it running. Uh, I'm happy to, uh, <laughs> I'm happy for when it gets going. That, that'd be the, the, the biggest thing and uh, uh, do what I can to get this thing moving forward too. Cool. We've, we've been on a roll for a long, long time. I heard someone at convention say we had a good run and it was one of the emeritus guys. And I looked at him, I said, I don't think we're off the run yet. I mean, we've had a really good run for a long, long, just, long time, and I think we need to just continue the run. It, it's almost like, not to sound spoiled, but it's like a perpetual run. I mean, it every is. year, I mean, I, I can remember previous podcasts where this has been going on for a while now, and, and you, you come up with the, the list of bills that have been passed, et cetera. I mean, it, it's just every session is incredible uh, because of the work that you, Chuck, Luke, everybody do. It really is unbelievable, man. One of the things that's happening this fall and we should, we're going to continue to talk about it on this podcast and we're going to continue to educate our members on it, but the workers' rights amendment. Oh, It's up in November. That, that keeps the run going and it it solidifies all the work that has been done over the years that all, all these guys have done before us going back. That is so important. And and we got to stress that, that we need to pass that uh, workers' rights amendment because that run that's been going on, that makes sure all that work wasn't for nothing. Because, you know, if that doesn't pass, you and and with the political winds that are, you know, in our country country today and the state house could change over and then a lot of the stuff that we work very hard for can disappear. Undone with the... uh you know, with the push of a legislative button, right? Mm-hmm. And that, by the way, was uh, segue. That was a hell of a podcast that we did uh, with Mark Poulos from Local 150. So, if anybody out there uh, missed that podcast from several months ago when we did about the Workers' Rights Amendment, you might want to look that one up because it was really great and really informative in terms of explaining exactly how we are on the ballot and exactly how important and meaningful that is to not only us but to anybody from a Teamster truck driver to SCI. I use 73 to, you know, uh, cargo handlers at Midway Airport, et cetera. So it's a really great podcast. And I just wanted to take a moment to, to remind everybody of that you might want to listen if you didn't have a chance. Uh, Brant, you mentioned earlier, I just kind of want to circle back to a couple of things, is, especially with your position and how you're going to, you know, the work you do with the organization now as an elected officer, as the Southern District Ledger Up. Uh, you mentioned the PEC committee, our political education committee. Um, we have now changed it to the Chuck, I forget the name of it now. The Luke uh, Howison Memorial. <laughs> yeah, we, we changed. Yeah, political field coordinators. Um, that's just such an important committee and a part of our organization as well. And you've spent some time on that. Can you kind of lay out for our members listening, like how important that position is to assist our ledger ups and and work in our political system within the AFFI? Yeah, it's as a PEC guy, you go into a campaign, you find out what they need. Some campaigns are more organized than the others, but normally, just get some laughs. laughs, that's the, that's the understatement of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, we've walked into some where they've got basically everything and all they need to do is put out signs and hang door flyers and knock on some doors, piece of cake. Some need you to call. 
but a PEC guy calls you. It, a PEC guy is one of these, uh, one of the officers of a local or just a member of a local who has the ability to get people to do things and get job, get the job done. So he'll go in, but he'll need help because some of our campaigns cover really wide swaths of territory. Sure. And two or three guys, which I've done that before, uh, is not a lot of fun. Sometimes you're the only guy out there putting door hangers out. Uh, when you have seven or eight guys, it makes the job a lot much, uh, <laughs> a lot more diverse, a lot easier to do. Um, but helping your PEC guys is the the biggest thing. So if new members are out there that you want to know about PEC, there's a coordinator near you. Um, they'll call you for a campaign. And the biggest thing is, is get out and help. It's not that hard. Um, if you like to talk to people and you like to knock on doors, you can do that. If you're the guy that just likes to hang stuff up, put signs out. Get out and do that. There's people that are great on the phone. Do that if you don't want to be seen. You want to do anonymous stuff. Uh, but it, it's huge to get out there and say, I'm a firefighter. This person supports my, uh, uh, my profession. Um, please vote for him. Um, sometimes you get a good, uh, well, most of the time you get a positive result. Sometimes you get a real negative result when somebody <laughs> knocks on the door, but, uh, you learn to deal with that too. But, um, the, uh, uh, it's so critical to get out and be seen, not only for the candidate, because the candidates do appreciate it. The, uh, candidate, the candidate staffers appreciate it, but the community sees you too. Um, I'm known, you can see me in Belleville. There's 45,000 people in Belleville. Okay. My gray hair stands out. I'm a pretty tall guy. They can you're, figure. You're out. like a silver fox, though. Man, well, right? yeah. <laughs> I've I mean, heard really, that before. George Clooney comes to mind. So you had a relationship with. Fabrizio. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like a cross between like Danny Fabrizio and George Clooney. But so we, but we get, get you give up on Kurt already. <laughs> well, you're, you're, Kurt, first of all, we're just so <laughs> thankful he didn't like hatchet everyone to death in this room. He has left the building, so now we get to spend quality time with our district ledger up. <laughs> But, but to get out and be seen in the community and, you know, even if it's just a neighboring or local community, hey, he's a firefighter. And then, as I said, with your legislators, I'm a firefighter, I vote. Um, they get to see you. Uh, even the opponents get to see you out there, too. And they say, hey, I'm a firefighter, he votes. If, I, if your guy doesn't win, well, we're going to start talking to you real soon, sure. too. Right. So, I mean, get out, help. That's the biggest thing the PEC guys need. It's real easy to coordinate things with a campaign because they need X, X, and X, or and Y. Uh, you just need the bodies to do it. And one guy can not cover it all. Well, I, I'd like to take a, just a moment and direct this to our brothers and sisters in Southern Illinois, your new new ledge rep, and you're going to need their help. And And I've said multiple times, which is not a particularly popular thing, but sometimes I end up, you know, you end up feeling like, um, in, in, in our departments, maybe many, many politicians that happen to be very good at putting out structure fires and doing EMS and all sorts of stuff. But that's just the reality of the situation and the way our, our political system works. We can only do what we do and have the wages and benefits and protections that we have and the staffing and manning, et cetera, because of the work that is done in Springfield. And, that, and until somebody comes up with a better uh, idea, that's just the reality of the situation. So, uh, you know, we want everybody to come out and support all of our ledge reps, but certainly uh, you know, with you being here, thank you for coming in. You know, we want our Southern District members to come out and get involved and help you do the Lord's work down there, right? So, oh yeah. And I've got five guys. We'll uh, let everybody know who they are, and they're going to need some help. Yeah. So our our local leaders are, are even members on the 
on the podcast, just kind of covering that, they can expect, especially with the election coming up in November, to hear from you or the PEC quite members a bit. quite a bit soon looking for assistance. And, and again, a little bit of help goes a long way. Oh, Every, yeah. Everybody pitches in, it makes it a lot easier. And, and again, usually it's uh, pretty, uh, you know, uh, it's easy work, but it's it's something that's really important. And Let me go up for a few hours on a Saturday, and then after that, maybe get together and uh, have some refreshments and, 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 you know, talk about the day's work. That's been known to happen. That's been known to happen. <laughs> so, Brant, uh, you know, any other thoughts as you as you start this new position and and uh, what, what you're thinking and excited to do? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I haven't got a date yet, but I'm retiring after 30 and Oh, congratulations. Six plus months, my wife and I are just deciding. Uh, so you'll have right even now. more time to go knock on doors Correct. and work campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to get up and uh, uh, learn learn the trade up in, up in Springfield oh, right now. Uh, doing the campaign stuff, uh, That's I've, I've been used to doing that for a long time. That's yeah. fun, getting out and doing it. Talking to the locals in the Southern District, myself and my district VP, we're trying to get out and talk to as many locals in the South. And my my talking point right now is workers' rights. If you want to codify your collective bargaining benefits, why not? I mean, it's not that hard. Yes. That is, that is going to be a incredible uh, um, thing for all of us in the state of Illinois, whether you are not a firefighter or not, um, to be able to put ourselves on the ballot and protect ourselves. It's, it's remarkable. Hopefully which I do believe will pass, but hopefully will happen in November. And I, I believe that's looking good. It's fantastic. So you're probably going to get into your first taste of work in Springfield veto session. Mm-hmm. Um, which is November. When, when are we coming back uh, in some eh, later on this year? We don't have an exact It's a week date. after Election Day. Somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> week after Election Day. Okay. All right. Yeah, and, then, and Election Day is my birthday, by the way. So we'll see what happens on that. Oh, so. there you go. You'll you be 45 years old. Wishes you're going to on your candles there to have some things go the right way and then and then really you get the full experience come next you know january after really december and then uh um january is when we start regular assembly and that's uh that's when it'll kick off wonderful awesome well we uh we thank you for joining us you know obviously it's a long trip up here to the chicago on the north enjoy side enjoy my beautiful city today <laughs> do you have any big plans this week are you staying the weekend what are you doing no i'm headed back i've got to be on duty tomorrow ah. so What's Chicago to Belleville? But it's such a long state. Is it about 30, 40 hours? Is that uh, how it works? If you walk, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, about five hours. Five. Oh, that's not bad. My son goes to school up here. so it's, Oh, yeah? I, I Where's he at? Columbia College. Oh, because it's a great school. So he's. Uh, I get to go see him. And uh, uh, right now he's at home. But uh, coming up here is a pretty normal operation for yeah, us. Yeah, it's pretty great. Cool. Good. Good. Well, thanks again. I, uh, it was a pleasure getting you to, out there for all our members to kind of meet you on the podcast here. And Thank you again for the work cool. you guys yeah. do. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. Okay. So uh, our two new officers got sworn in at convention, and obviously there's a lot more that happens at our convention. It happens every two years. Peoria so. was amazing. It was. That town is wide open, man. I had a lot of fun down there. It is uh, definitely some some good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, it's a great city. <laughs> but uh, I think Will we want to play re- in Peoria. Does it play in Peoria? <laughs> I mean, a, it's a slogan, right? D- right. <clears throat> aliens will follow you there, too. <laughs> so, that, uh, that worker rights amendment, by the way, is the very first thing on the ballot that you will see. Yeah. Can't miss it. Yeah. Number one. So, no first excuses. Qu- first question. Yeah, no excuses. Yes. It's incredible. 
So we what do you want get, me to talk about, Luke? Yeah, I think uh, Timmy. We just Timmy. To get I haven't said Luke Timmy. Slash Timmy. Timmy. We wanted to get Timmy. back and uh, cover the other. Yeah, yeah the other like portions. You know, aside, you know, aside from the elections, there's a lot of business that we handled over right. the two and a half days, and you know, our membership gives us direction on you know what the executive board needs to accomplish over the next couple of years. Right. Next correct. Election. Correct. So um, Chuck's got a little bit of a yeah. I got a little list, list um, and then just really to follow up, kind of on on Kurt and Brant. Um, I all of our jobs at the at the executive board lo- level are part time jobs. And I have to remember that, you know, in my position that these guys are working 24 hours right. at, a, at the fire department. And in the last 18 months to two years, most people are working 48 hours, whether it's overtime or forced back. Um, so having said all of that, I think our, our state association is still second to none, not even California. No doubt. Um, and you know we've we've really thanks to our the delegates at convention and our membership that supports us, um, you know our, your state association is really functioning at a, at a very high level. Um, you know Kurt, you know is elected to a position that has a two point two million dollar budget, right? That this isn't just some you know social club. I sure. guess is my point. Um, Brant is elected to a position uh, to advocate for fifteen thousand firefighters, as you just mentioned. That's actually our year round job. Um, it isn't just, you know, you go to Springfield three times a week and, you know, just fiddle fart around. Um, on August 16th, we're meeting to do endorsements. On August 22nd, we're having a PEC meeting. Uh, we're doing an endorsement session probably the end of that week. Um, he's, as he just mentioned, he's going to be leading the charge from the Southern District with his five PEC members campaigning for legislators that are supportive of firefighter issues. There's 177 people that get to vote on our issues. And it, if you're sitting in the, you know, in the living room at the fire station or you're at the kitchen table, I guarantee if you asked all 15,000 members, if you spent six hours, six hours of the course of the next 90 days putting in yard signs or knocking on doors and you were able to receive, I pick something, uh, 3% instead of half the CPI, would you do it? No. The answer is yes. If you, would spend six hours the course of 90 days to ensure that your um, presumptive disability is not stripped from you, would you do it? I, I would say majority of our members would do that. You would hope so. So that's another way to like, when you get a call from the PEC and then your local president says, hey, they want you to go walk for Larry Walsh. Or well, who the f- is Larry Walsh? Um, well, he's the legislator of the year. He's, you know, supported our issues. 98% of the time, um, and he will protect, it, pension's one thing, he will protect the fact that if you fall off of a roof and break your neck on duty, um, you're going to get a 100% line of duty disability. Right. Because there's going to be a bill introduced that would swipe that away. Larry Walsh would not vote for that bill. There is every would vote legislative session it. those correct. bills are introduced. Correct, yeah. correct. So just framed that way, like think of it that way, I guess, would, would be helpful. So... Um, and then obviously those two, and then at convention, um, we talked about Tom Rote and, and Richard Martin, they both received emeritus status. Um, so congratulations to them. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that we had a brand new parliamentarian at our convention. I mean, look, nobody got out of pocket. We kept people in line. Mm. And I just have to say that that parliamentarian 
it reminded me of, I mean, honestly, it reminded me of like the 1500s in England. I mean, it was just locked up, parliament, done. Right. Yeah, for, for those that weren't there, we gaveled in the convention and um, Jerry Marzullo was appointed the parliamentarian and was, guy. was gifted a a white wig. Yeah. So Danny Fortuna, on behalf of the first district, thought that it was appropriate. And I had the 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 solicitor, the barrister wig, mm-hmm. if you will, and told people they will lock their shit up. Because the eye in the sky is watching. Right. That was at the very beginning. That was at the very beginning. At the very end, he still had it on still when he swore on. in our very sweaty. duly elected. And I swore AFI in our duly elected. Board uh, just so, so you guys know, I, I want you to this is a true story. I am getting a mannequin head. I'm putting the wig on the mannequin head. I'm putting it in a glass case that says Bloomingdale 2024. And it will be placed in the AFFI office, hopefully. Naperville. Naperville 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea where I came up with that. Yeah, it sounds you're, you're a great parliamentarian. Yeah. You missed that part of <laughs> convention. Part of convention. Huh? Uh, Jeez. Uh, 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 I'm Naper- with you. Naperville. I just did something for. Yeah. A, okay. Naperville 2024, which is an awesome location and everything Naperville has to offer. And I'm hoping that uh, it will not be opened again mm. until. It comes time in, in Naperville to, to... It'll have the Peoria sweat in it. It'll have the Peoria sweat Good. in it. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yes, I like I it. It's just an element of, of, of pomp and circumstance. And that'll be tradition. That's tradition. Yep. It's our thing now. Yep. I like it. I love it. Um, so, and obviously, Peoria Local 50, if any of you have ever hosted a, a convention or, or any type of conference, it is a pain in the ass. Huge amount um, of work. And those guys were they, great. They all stepped up and, and were very appreciative. So I just want to like quickly just tick off some of the resolutions that we uh, were able to pass. Um, again, by our constitution bylaws, the delegates that are assembled at our convention are the supreme authority of our, our organization. So um, these were all voted by the various locals and the, and the delegates that they chose to, uh, to send to the convention. Um, one of the one of the resolutions uh, would uh, direct the legislative committee to work on some reciprocity uh, with the various pension systems. For example, if you have time in SERS or IMRF, et cetera, it will make it a lot easier as opposed to typically we do windows um, of opportunities and it's typically between police and fire. But uh, this bill or we're directed to introduce a bill that would uh, spread that out to um, 18 or 20 different pension funds, at least 18. Um, Some redistricting, we moved some locals from District 4 and 5 down to District 2. Into 1. Yeah, and and District 2 locals down into District 3. In fact, two days ago, um, those locals on the northwest side, District 5, that are now going to be in District 2 had a meeting Dixon, Dixon Roll, Sterling, Rock Falls. Um, they were represented by Art, was their district vice president, and Steve Shetsky and Loretta. And then um, now they're with uh, with uh, Chris Coates, Jeff Maher, and Clayton Matson. And they had a meeting just a couple of days ago. Cool. So that was good to to get to network over there. And we ha- we're trying to obviously we have five districts. You know, Arts District and District Five is the largest. Um, so we tried to, you know, it was almost 60 locals. 
so we're trying to kind of in a slow process um kind of divvy up distribute yeah, right because arts hair is on yeah. fire well, balance, the, balance the workout and he his district stands to gain some more locals sure. yet too right. and that's what right. we're forecasting and mm-hmm. and and trying to be ahead of right um that was one another one was um there was some talk joe galley actually uh brought this to the elgin local uh to create a resiliency committee uh just you know to better the the health and wellness mentally physically nutrition wise um for all of our afi members so that resolution was approved and that committee will be uh will be appointed hopefully by the end of the week today is august today's wednesday august third so those should be out by friday august the 5th uh we're working on a the ledge committee was directed to work on some compounding cola for retirees that retired between the uh, years of 76 and 77 and 86 um and a, a big one at least in my mind um you know we talked earlier about our data department that is led by uh, Matt Campbell, who is our, so it's his title again, Executive Director of Information Technology. All around great guy. Edit, E-D-I-T. Um, and then under him is the Director of Tech Services, Tony Peloso. And then if uh, our members will remember back in May of 2020, when we thought the world was going to end because COVID was going to eat the world. Um, Not Kurt Snow, we, but COVID was yeah, going to eat the world. We, we had a rainy day fund and we, you know, and we thought it was actually, there was a massive flood going to happen. So we took some reserve funds and hired a couple of data analysts to help our data department, help our locals who could, po- you know, potentially go into concession bargaining, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the delegates at PRA convention funded two of the data analysts, which is super helpful. And they continue to churn out just a, an enormous amount of information that's really truly behind the scenes. But um, I would put our data department up against any other state. Association. It's just I'm, I just have to it's, again, just it's incredible what they do. You know, I'm, I'm going to Interstar for a local right now on one particular issue and they can like slice it and dice it any way you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Like external comps, internal comps. They've got notes on arbitrators. They have like historical, like where the parties have been. And they're even going to help me get into what the, um, uh, the private, uh, industry down in this mm. particular area is. It's, it, nice. I mean, it's just, it, it is, it is remarkable. I don't know of another statewide organization personally. We, my firm, it's for, we, we do, mm. we do look, we do unions, we do labor. And I don't know of another statewide organization that does th- th- anything like this. It's incredible. I mean, to the point of breaking down, you know, federal funding reimbursement of ALS versus BLS GMP, calls yep. Yep. out of like particular hospitals and providers that you can have all this information when you go at the table. Mm-hmm. You, we just, you just overwhelm the employer with data. Right. It's remarkable. Yeah. And again, I, you know, I don't know that our members, because they don't live in another state, I, I hope they realize how fortunate they are. Oh, that, God. Um, they live in Illinois and they're a firefighter or paramedic in, in Illinois. Keep in mind that whole data department are also firefighters. That's not their full-time job. Correct. So um, just always keep that in the in the back of your mind. Uh, Geneva submitted a resolution um, on PETA. Actually, yep. Jerry, you were- That was uh, uh, one of my, yeah. my issues. Because I think cur- currently it just says injury. It says injury. Not illness. Right. So we're needed, we needed to add the word yeah, illness. I mean, we have always to, taken the position yeah. that it's illness, uh, and we've been successful. There are some places that uh, 
amazingly have put up fights when a guy is uh, suffers an illness, which is clearly traced right. back uh, semantics. So I know that you guys are working mm -hmm. on that fix as Correct. well. Uh, about a year ago, we thought it would be beneficial to our state association uh, that we create a human relations committee. And, you know, we, we had Bo on here. Um, that was a great couple podcast. Episodes ago. podcast. He was Recently, great. Yep. And the delegates at convention uh, funded that. Again, that was, you know, the money when it initially started was taken out of reserves and now it's being fully funded. Isn't uh, the young female, th the, the girl, the females in the fire service, isn't that out of Belleville? Was that out of Belleville? Carbondale. Carbondale, Carbondale yeah. was. Yeah. Courtney. That was a really cool video at, uh, at uh, convention. Courtney. Courtney. Right? Courtney. Courtney. Yep. Yeah. She's a pretty impressive person. Mm -hmm. Um, we identified January going forward. Every January is Cancer Awareness Month. Um, Do you that's, grow the mustache then, or is it just in November? How does that that's, work? That's no shave November, right? No shave. Yeah. I do, do well, January as well. well Sideburn January. January. Sideburns January. <laughs> Jump in the waters warm. January Jan. But if you um, have them all year long, does that? Well, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm aware all year. Uh, we. There's a couple of committees that always sunset. Um, we just we took away the sunset on the labor history committee, so that will continue on. Secondary employment will continue on. Uh, we obviously supported the worker rights amendment. Um, we funded a consolidation study, and then those those are the big ticket items that I wrote down. Jim Cornelius actually sung. Is that how you say his last name? Voice he of an angel, Jim Cornelius. He sung the national anthem to open our our uh, convention. Luke and I, well, a number of us, it was at Firefighter Appreciation Night at the Blackhawks game. Yeah. And he sang, and I was sitting next to Luke, and Luke's like, what if that dude sung at our convention? My God. And it was qu quite the opening. It, yeah, made it, was, it happen. We were, I mean, we were on the dice, front row seats of greatness. All right. And I, I guess probably the most important resolution from a legislative committee standpoint is that was passed at convention, it's a no-brainer, is... Our number one priority is to, is to continue to fix, for lack of a better phrase, the tier two yeah. uh, disparity between tier one and, and, and tier two. So that's always at the forefront. Um, it's going to take you know some negotiations with the multiple opponents. It has happened that, in part. Yeah, in yeah, part got, it has we, happened. We did. We uh, oh, yeah, we should we give a, three of them like a timeline update on the lawsuit if people are interested as well. Oh yeah. That is, uh, whenever it, you're right. I, I yeah, it'll, I don't so know. On July 20, I do Go on ahead. July 29th of this year, the appellate court second district, which is where the, so just so everybody is aware, uh, the, the statute, um, that passed that consolidated the police and fire funds for investment purposes into the one statewide investment fund for police and one for fire. Uh, the circuit court out in Kane County found that that was constitutional uh, and granted the defendant's motion for summary judgment. Uh, the various plaintiffs have appealed uh, and taken that up to the second district appellate court, which is their right to do so. Uh, the appellate court on July 29th did issue a uh, kind of an expedited briefing schedule, uh, 35 days for the uh, appellant to file, 35 days for the uh, appellee to file a response, 14 days to file the reply, and then we'll be setting it for oral arguments. So I would anticipate probably a ruling from the second district, I'd say January, February next year. Uh, but I, I have got a lot of questions as to where that's at. So it's nice to get that general information out yeah, there. Yeah, and the AFFI did ask Asher, in particular Margaret and Jerry, to uh, 
uh, prepare it. Amicus curiae yeah, brief yeah, or friend yeah. of the court brief. So, so we'll be working on that. But yeah, people should be aware that we're anticipating ruling in January, February of next year. Correct. Um, what else? That's really it as far as resolutions. I mean, I think it was a, I would consider a successful uh, convention. We have direction, you know, for the next the next couple of years. And um, before I forget, because it's staring me in the face, on August 17th, uh, that is the AFI day at the State Fair. And we need some volunteers, even as for, if it's for 90 minutes, if you can give two or three hours, that would be fantastic. You get a sweet AFFI t-shirt. Oh my God. Are there cream free, puffs at the free. Illinois State Fair like there in Wisconsin? <laughs> you know the cream puffs? Sure. Yeah. I, I only think in terms yeah, of food. You can get so. a corn dog, you get free admittance into the State Fair, you oh can bring your God. family, there's concerts at night, Cows, uh, free parking. Horses. You just have to volunteer and, they, and then, you know, there's at least, we've got 16 volunteers, but we need, prefer about 30, just so not yeah. all 16 are doing And what we're looking for there is the, the uh, tent to do public education for right. Yeah. So basically, what you're used to, yeah, what you're used to doing yeah. at your own fire department, you would be doing down at the state fair and having a great time. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Fair. Correct. Not as good of a time as Peoria was. Like I said, that was or a, this podcast or this podcast. Right. Peoria was a blast. Go to the saddle up club. I wrote a bowl. We wrote a bowl, mm -hmm. and uh, it was great. I do have one announcement. I, you know, what? I just remember this. I have the most important thing to come out of convention. Hmm. It's going to be a little weird, but just bear with me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Brignall, Joe Brignall, President Galesburg, Triple Nickel. Yep. Okay, he's down there. Mm -hmm. His lovely bride, Mrs. Brignall, is down there. Jamie. She, Jamie. she is a Jamie total Brignall. blast, and we have to say hello to her because she told me, as a as a spouse, she listens to every episode. No, she listens to everyone comments on everyone. Her and Joe talk about it. She is like our number one fan was a absolutely wonderful lady, great person to meet. And Joe, I'll kick this coverage on that one. And uh, it was really great. So from the three of us to you, Mrs. Brignall, Jamie, thank you very much for listening. Thank but you for listening, Thank you for listening. Thank that you. Appreciate you. I, I just, really I thought that, that was going a totally different <laughs> direction. <laughs> you thought... You th you thought we were gonna we were gonna end this and be like, um, uh, can we edit out that portion? <laughs> Thank God we can do that, right? Yeah, that's good. She's a long time listener. She's a long long time listener and fantastic, and she just really like you know like made me feel like. I mean, you could see it in the numbers. Like I said, we're number one in Belgium here, people. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, it made you feel good that, you know, people are, are listening and families are talking about it and, you know, gathering. Should we say something fire. like nice about Joe or just, no, leave, just, just leave it? I, just leave it alone. It was that. I mean, we're, they were that integral to people's lives. We are the peanut butter to the firefighters jelly. We are, you know what I'm saying? I, yep. I follow everything you're saying. Yeah. I'm gonna be jelly, but you, you don't want to say anything butter. nice about Joe Brignall. Not, not at all. Yeah. No, let's just, just let's be honest here. Only Jamie. Let's blow right past. Joe that probably guy. doesn't even listen. He's, yeah, right. <laughs> she listens, prepares a PowerPoint of what took place, and then presents it to Joe. Fair enough. That's how that probably works. But to the old triple nickel out in the out in the western part and portion of the state, you know, keep up the good fight. So there you go. But I had to say that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so following up, again, I think convention went well, and I uh, just want to update our membership on that. And 
uh, now we'll just kind of get into where we're going next. Uh, obviously, we talked about campaigns. If you can get involved, uh, work with your legislative rep or your um, political education committee members. You know, they'll be calling, looking for that help. And then we do have a few uh, conference seminars coming up. Oh, yeah. What are the dates on those? So September 12th and 13th uh, is our new officer and new member seminar. We're actually combining them and running them at the same time in cool. Springfield. So the new officers, uh, we sent out 175 invites to officers elected to positions of their executive boards in the last year. So we expect to have a pretty decent turnout for that. And then the new member seminar, uh, they can sign up uh, today. That's out there. Uh, through the FFI office that runs on Monday and Tuesday. It's a two-day. And that's any new member that you're you're in the back yeah, step that just got hired. Yeah, we're staying under five years on the job. And uh, it's a great seminar, $175. Uh, you, you know, mostly the locals are paying for that. But that gets you your hotel room and meals and conference materials cool. and everything. So it's it's definitely a deal. And, uh, you know, give us uh, the new members the ins and outs of the job and in and, and your union and why we're – do what we do, how, why we're involved in politics, what your contract means to you, what your pension benefits are. Uh, we even dive into health and wellness and uh, cancer prevention and uh, career planning. So there's a multitude of topics that we'll, that we run at that conference. And uh, we ran it last fall and it got rave reviews. And uh, again, if you're listening to this, please sign up and we'd love to see you there. And it's a great first step to get involved in your union. Fantastic. Uh, so, so those two will be held. We have in, the pension seminar. And the pension seminar is October 17th and 18th. It'll also be in Springfield. Uh, registration for that's going to go out probably next early next week. Uh, we just met and uh, we're working on our different presenters and speakers yep. for that seminar. And if you are a trustee of an Article Four pension fund, you can get your required annual training by statute by attending the pension seminar. Correct. Correct. And be entertained along the way. Yeah. So, um, and then what we're working on one more seminar. I do not have dates yet, but it'll be... November, December timeframe, we are working with the International Society of Fire Instructors and UL to do a basement fire seminar. Oh, cool. Um, just be like an eight-hour deal, and we're going to try to run it in a few locations throughout the state. So, uh, you know, on our education side, we try to vary our education and get our members engaged in various different ways. And uh, we looked at uh, the importance of this seminar just because over the last year there's been several incidents where fires, fighters have been injured or uh, killed, killed in line of duty in Illinois uh, uh, due to basement fires. So we want to do our part to kind of provide some of that education. I've fought well. my fair share of basement fires, and they suck. Yeah, they're dangerous. And they're dangerous, and they suck. Yep. So um, so that's what our members can look forward to over the next several months. Uh, and then we'll keep uh, keep at it on the keep podcast, on keeping on. podcast here. Uh, we'll have a couple more episodes. Um, I was thinking we, we need to work on an episode where we can have callers call in, though. We, mm. Yeah, we were, we were, we've no, always, we've, we've planned that, like live, live yeah. where we're going to just take people's phone calls and just on the fly. Let's, let's, let's do this and see what, let's see what bananas happens. See what kind of questions you get. Oh, could you imagine? Boxers <laughs> or briefs, you know, <laughs> the usual. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if we can make something like that happen. Uh, we'll have to discuss that a little more. I, I think we kind of held up before because the ability to do it uh, is not easy, but yeah. it could be something to do. So, but yeah, um, looking forward to pushing out more information and everything to our members. DJ J-Dog can do anything, though, yep. now, man. This yeah, guy, he's, he's, yeah, we're going to put him to work here. That's the real deal, man. 
He looks like a DJ. Yes, he, he does. does. Yeah, he's amazing. Just real quick hat. on the um, the building update. So if and I, I know we discussed this, but if you don't listen to every episode uh, in twenty losers twenty 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 one, we obviously didn't go a whole host of places because of COVID. So we had some reserves, and we created a visionary committee, and we were able to um, add some funds to our office staff's pension system. And we also bought a house behind us that was we have had torn down and we're going to make a parking lot back there. And then if you've ever been to the office and go downstairs to the left is our executive board where we hold our executive board meetings. And then to the right was essentially nothing. It is now a classroom that will you know seat anywhere between 50 and 75 people. Cool. So um, your money's been put to, to good use. And, you know, we just got a building permit from the city of Springfield yesterday. I'm sorry, we submitted a building permit application uh, to begin work on the parking lot. So um, we're moving moving in the right direction, for sure. Is there an area for a grill and smoker? Um, sure. Do you, you want to tailgate before I mean, the just, class? It's just the yeah. important. Yeah. 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 You tailgate, go to the class, yeah. and then afterwards you tailgate yeah. again. Tailgate. That's cool. It's, come on, guys. Well. <laughs> hey, it might work. We might get more. You would get more, more attendance. More, I, more I would, activity. Well, attendance. and again, that's just another avenue i'm proud of the executive board to have that vision and and really offer more opportunities for our membership fantastic know, to have our own facility yeah is, we don't have to go rent deal. a place out or we right. don't go down the street to the aflcao although we didn't really rent that out but yeah. just like pat come on right right so yeah no that's a that's a big deal i think and and, and then the best part about it too is we didn't have to go to the membership for more money to do so right you know we we're able to make this happen without um trying to ask for more funds so that's cool big deal so. indeed anything else we need to, to think um that's it for now we'll see you in the fall i'm done with that yeah okay all right brian any final words from the nope, no good. good to go fight at the good fight and we'll i don't know we'll see you in the and down the road right yeah. state fair go to the state fair go to the state we need fair help. we need help get a cream puff yes and a corn dog and a corn dog dude i love corn dogs man all right see everyone next time bye see you